0: By the time we come to five years from now, because time is always significant, it takes time to build good stuff. Don't let anyone give you wishy-washy promises that God didn't say. It takes time to build a company that lasts. So don't think that you're going to wake up tomorrow and be a millionaire. God can do that. He does that. It is possible. You can believe God for that. But here's what I'm telling you. God is looking to to do something that is much more than giving you money. He's looking to make you a blessing. And it takes time to make blessings. Did you get that? Yes. It takes time to make. It's easy to give a blessing. Yes, yes. But it takes time to make blessings. Does that make sense? Yes. It takes time. It's, it's easy for God to give you a million pounds today. But God is not looking to give you money. Yes. What He is more interested in is make you a money giver. Yes. Two different things. Yes. Two different things. That is why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Because the person who is receiving the blessing is a recipient of the... But the one who is giving is... You are the image of what God wants to do. And this is what I see us happening. If we will stick with this thing and stay with the word, you will see that in the next two, three, four, 5 decades, that 5 years, there will be things that this world cannot live without... That have come out of your dream. Someone say, "I received that." Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Let me tell you, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm open to the prophetic right now. I realized, I realized, that it wasn't just enough for us to just talk about principles of Scripture, and and you know, you know, we believe in that. You know, we believe that. That, that the more sure word is the written word of God. But, but I realize that if people's lives are going to change, we need something more than memorizing scripture. Okay? And what is that thing? We need the proceeding word. Out of his mouth. I need to know what is God saying. Okay? Okay. Calm down, chill. Everyone sit you though? No, I'm not going to calm down. I'm not going to calm down. <laughs> So, I, I want to talk about some keys to effective partnership. Okay, so my assignment, I, I've established so far that God is looking to create the new. Okay, we see in John that God is creating everything new. But He's in partnership with you, just like He was with Abraham, just like He was with Moses, to create those new things through your hands, through my hands. Uh, and so what I want to talk about then is how can we, if I understand that, that, that my life is not my own, but I am indeed in partnership with God to create the new, then what I want to know is how do I make sure, what, what, what is my uh, posture in making sure my partnership with God is effective? Okay, so, so these are keys. Now, as, as always, please understand that the foundation of everything we do is there is nothing that we can do to earn anything from God. Does that that make sense? There is nothing that we can do to earn anything. He has given us freely. By virtue of our being born again and being a part of his family, we are already part of this mission. Okay, Uh, But but here's what I'm doing. I I am now giving us instructions to, uh, uh, it's just like somebody blessed you with a car out of the goodness of their heart. At some, point, Someone says, I take that. Amen. You take it. Amen. <laughs> amen. That's a person in faith. Uh, but, but look at this, because when you're in faith, you just see the answer everywhere. Amen. It's true. It's true. I was, I was in a lecture one time, and the, 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 the lecturer was giving a, an, an analogy, and the lecturer said, now imagine that you were a millionaire. I said, that's me. In the, in the middle of the lecture, I had to pull myself back and say, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the wrong place for that. Amen. But, but, but when you see it, you, you know, it happens, and we'll talk about that. But anyway, imagine someone gives you a car that you've never had before, uh, and uh, w- even though they've given, given it to you by grace, you didn't earn it, what you still need to do, hello, gentlemen, we need help with this one, is read the instructions. Get some instruction on how, where to, you know, we don't, like, we just kind of think we know We know everything and so, no, we, we get the instruction. So that's what, what I'm trying to do. God has already called you into participating by his grace. But what I'm looking to do, if you're going to enjoy this journey, there are some basic on the things that we need to understand about our partnership with God that makes us effective. And so Paul put it this way, that, that I don't go around beating the air. I feel like so many of us as Christians, we beat the air in our walk with God because we, ha- we don't have fundamental, some, some basic understanding about how our relationship or how this partnership works. And so these are some, just some things that the Lord laid on my heart for this season and for, 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 for what he's giving, doing in our lives as we partner in him or with him for the new. These are some things that we need to understand, number one. Understand what to do with the old, okay? Understand what to do with the old. So the same God who in Isaiah 43 is telling us, forget the former things. The same God who is saying, do not remember things of old, that same God is the same God who encourages us to set up memorials that remind us of what he did. So in essence then, this is not a contradiction. God is not contradicting himself, but it's just that there are certain things that we need to learn to re- remember, and some, th- some things we need to forget. Does that make sense? There are, some, there, there are certain things we need to remember, I- I- remember to add to the equation in your creation of the new, and there are certain things that you need to keep out of the equation. Okay, it's, a di- it's, not, it's not about necessarily your, your, your brain's ability to recall something. That's not what God is talking about, because we have that naturally. You know, there are some things that you don't try to forget. Or, sorry, you, you don't try to remember, but it just comes up. All you need is a trigger. You know, someone, <laughs> you're not trying to remember that person who slapped you when you were a, a child, but someone wears the same perfume you remember. It just came came back because your brain stored that thing. Amen. Be kind to people. Sometimes people people are not are not flipping out at you. They're flipping out at their cousin from 30 years ago. They don't even know it, but it's true. Amen. Amen. We do weird things, human beings. We're complex. Right now, all of us, you think everyone is in this room? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're all here, we're all laughing, but we're in different worlds right now. OK, so 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 some days it will be my turn. Some days it will be your turn. Just be kind to one another. Because we're all going through all kinds of things and our mind is flashing. Anyway, leave that alone. But the point I'm trying to make is that when God says, forget something, he's not necessarily talking about your, your, your bi- the biological function of not being able to remember something. He's talking about in the context of creating. He says, look at this. Um, um, I, I, if you put it in Isaiah, Isaiah 43, um, back to Isaiah 43, I want to show you this. Um, I, are you with me so far? Yes. Isaiah 43, it says, do not remember the former thing. Then it says, nor consider the things of old. In other words, he's saying, in, in the creation of the new, which is what I'm going to do, there are certain things in the past that we don't want to add to the equation as we create the new. Did you get that? Okay, So there are some things in the past that we need to forget or not consider. It's probably a better way to put that because you might be feeling bad. I'm just setting someone free who is still remembering things that happens and you feel bad for remembering. No, that's a biological function. And that's not what God is saying. Now God can remove that. So it's no longer a blockage for you. But I want us to get the understanding. What he's saying is consider do not, there are things that have happened in your past that God doesn't want you to add to the cake that you're baking now. Okay? If we don't know what to do with the past, what often happens is that we go to our memory and we begin to recreate a memory from the past. That is why people who have been abused often abuse people even with the best of intentions. Because they are going back into their past And receiving a memory which they are recreating in this relationship. And so, what God is saying is, I want to give you a new relationship regardless of what you have experienced in the old. And so, what we need is the wisdom to know as I move forward with my relationship now, which bits of the past do I want to add into the mix? Or which bits of the past? Do I need to not consider? Because there will be some things that you need to consider. For instance, you're going to need to remember the last time God delivered you. You're going to need to remember the last time he came through for you. In fact, most of the time when you are creating something new, what will happen is that if you, do, if you forget how God delivered you last time, you will be missing a good ingredient to create a new thing. David is able to defeat Goliath because he remembered how God delivered him from the lion, delivered him from the bear, but these people, the soldiers, uh, had nothing to remember that make sense? So there are some things that you need to remember and some things that you need to forget. There are some things we want to add to the mix and some things we don't want to add to the mix. And so this is why I said the first thing we're going to need to understand is what do I do with the old? Understand what to do with the old. If it is a memory that limits your God if it's a memory that contradicts what God says about you, that's an old thing you need to forget. Okay? There are some things that you don't need to, uh, that, that you need to believe God to forget. Does that make sense? If, if you don't forget them, you will, you will have the creative ability, amen, you will have the creative ability and you will use that ability to create, and I'm going to talk about that creative ability. I haven't even gone there to talk about the grace for the new. So I'm just talking about the new for now. And, and, and in the next few sessions, I'll start to talk about how God has provided the ability, the grace to create the new. Okay? So what, what, what happens is that we have this creative ability. Have you ever seen someone who, who does just, just a, 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 a someone, someone you could refer to as an evil genius? You know, they, they are creative in their lies. Have you, has someone ever told you a lie that is just, wow? Even if not because you're a Christian, you'll be like, this is a good lie. It is, everything lines up. <laughs> but there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing like a good lie, by the way. A lie is a lie, Amen. Sometimes, some and uh, leave that alone. But, but, but you know the point. What what they've done is they have they have adopted their creative abilities and used it for something that is not the will of God. It's just like a gossip is an anointed evangelist. <laughs> mm. A gossip, someone who gossips is and uh, the only problem is that there was something ha- that happened in their past. That made them insecure. I'm telling you the truth. That made them insecure. So now, as they, they face their day with an opportunity to create something new, an insecurity from the past comes upon their creative ability. And instead of being an evangelist, they become a gossip. Forget the former things. Say hey it neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> Forget the former things. Your faces, man. Your faces are a picture, yeah. <laughs> amen. So, so there are some things when it when 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 it enters into the mix, when a memory is contradicting what God said about you, we forget that. We don't consider it. Okay. Think about you're baking a cake. If I'm baking a cake, and and the mem- you're you're baking your future. You're building a business. You're building something. A memory from something that you failed in the in the past. Uh, 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 and we'll talk about this, how it's important to get to know yourself. We'll, we'll come back to that. Because sometimes we don't ask ourselves questions enough. Uh, I'm just going to say this here. I'm, uh, I was going to say later. Some of, some of us need to go and see a, a, a professional to unpack your life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's true. Yep. Oh, Jesus is my therapist. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> he's not. Go and see a professional. He's helping you. He has his role. But Jesus anointed the therapist and gave them wisdom. Amen. Because there are, there are cycles that you are repeating without knowing it. Amen. Amen. I, 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 I tell you too much of my business, so I'm not going to tell you today. But, but, but it, there is <laughs> behavior. So look at you. Look at you nosy people. let put your nose in my business. Amen. <laughs> there, there are experiences from my past that I realized have been playing a huge role in the way that I make decisions. So I'm looking to bake a cake today. But I go and borrow a time in my past when I failed an exam that I thought that I would pass. And so every time now I'm going to approach something with confidence, I'm I'm asking myself, I'm considering the things of old. And I'm putting that into the equation to say, maybe you shouldn't have as much confidence that this thing will work out because, in the past, something like this. you remember you had that exam. I must have been 11 or 12. You remember you had this exam, and you were so sure that you passed this exam. But the result came out, and you failed, you failed, you failed. And I was so brokenhearted, so distraught, that I, I, I limited my dreams. I, I never allowed myself to go beyond, to, to think that I would do something that is greater than what I thought I could do. Does that make sense? And so what I'm doing in that case is going into the past, considering the things of old as I'm creating a new thing. So many of us are in that place. You're saying the right scriptures. You're coming to church, but you are considering the old. The old is playing a part because we don't even want to examine what used to be in the past. I'm preaching good today and I'm not, amen. So, so here, yeah, let's give God praise. Let's give God praise. So, 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 so if, if it is a thing that limits your ability to produce what God has said about you, then we don't want to add it to the mix. So anytime I'm creating, I remind myself, Cheeto, you are not 12. Cheeto, this is not an exam. Amen. What am I doing? I am refusing to consider to add that thing into the mix as I dream. Do not consider the former things. Are, you, are we okay to just break down the word, so we don't run around? I am determined that we will get results. I am, you know, when, you, when you've been around long enough, you, you, you know, you, you've done all the shouting, you've done all the it takes me, you've rolled on the floor, you've, you know, you, they've covered you with cloth, they've anointed you with holy water, we, you've done it all now. So what we're looking for is results. Okay, we're looking for now is results. I'm not preaching for amens anymore, even though your amens are good. But what I'm really looking for is results. That in a few years' time, you will be a giant in your industry. Because of the word that is preached. Amen. Praise God. And so we don't. If it, is, if it is something that limits your ability to create what God is saying, don't put it in the mix. Don't consider it. Don't add it in. Forget those former things. Do not consider the things of old. But if it is a memory that allows you to defeat Goliath, because there are some things that God wants you to go back and remember, the Lord your God. Remember how he did it last year. Those are the things we want to add in. Are you with me so far? Tell your neighbor, neighbor. <inaudible> Understand <inaudible> what to do <inaudible> with the old. <inaudible> and if you are not sure, ask the Lord. Please know the Lord is a person. We'll talk about, the, the, that takes me on to the next thing I want, I want to talk about. Number, number two, acquaint yourself with God. This is an Old Testament word, uh, 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 an ancient word. Acquaint, get yourself familiar, re-familiarize yourself with God. In Job 22, and we, we talked about this, was the end of the year at our Bible study, but in Job 22, one of Job's friends said, said this to Job. He says in verse 28, Job 22 verse 28, he says, You will also declare a thing, and it will be established to you. So shine, so light will shine on your ways. He says, When they cast you down, and you say exaltation will come, then he will save the humble. He will even deliver one who is not innocent. He will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by the purity of your hands. The Lord dropped this scripture in my heart as a picture of what he wants to do with us, what he wants to do with you. If you're wondering what does, what, what does it look like for me to create a new reality, it's you showing up in a place where, an, where a person who is guilty has been condemned. But God will put a grace upon your hands that enables you to set free. Give me that verse again. He says, he will even deliver one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by your hands. God will use what he will do with your hands to set the people who are not innocent free. Amen. He's already doing it with some of you who are working in prisons. I try to make this as practical as possible. Some of you who are already working, that's a good example. But but the idea is, this person is not innocent. This thing is, uh, but God will anoint you to bring that about. When you show show up to somewhere where the, the, the prevailing talk is that there is a casting down. You will have the audacity to show up and declare a new thing. There is a lifting up in this place. When they say the society is going down, you will show up and say, no, there is a new way to deal with our young, young people, our old people. When they say this is what is going on in your industry, some of you are working in different industries. The Lord in this season will use you to buck the trend. He will use you to turn the tide. He will use you to change the statistics. Come on, I expect there's someone to say Amen. Okay, He will use you to change the statistics of how things have been. And that's what he's saying. he's saying. He says, when they say there is a casting down, you will show up and you will declare heaven here. When they, say, when they say this person is, 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 is guilty and should be condemned, you will show up like your father, who set you free even though you weren't guilty, and replicate what he does. You create a new thing. Someone said that's me. But look at, look at this, look at where he, he, he takes us to in Job 21, where he starts from. In order to get to this place where we're replicating heaven, he starts in verse 21 to tell us how to position ourselves. He says, now acquaint yourself with him. Re-familiarize. Before you get to casting, declaring there is a lifting up, before you get to declaring the, inner, the, the, the guilty man free, before you get to declaring these new things, he says, acquaint yourself with him. The same Job 20, 22 verse 21. He says, now acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. And he says, thereby good will come to you. Now, apart from the obvious reasons that you and I can think about as to why it is important that we get acquainted with God and I'm sure that if I ask around this room, all of us will have good reasons and I think you should meditate on those good reasons why it is important that you reacquaint yourself or familiarize yourself with God in this season um, here are some here are some reasons why uh, 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 why prioritizing um, prioritizing this in this season is so important. Listen, it says, he says, acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. There will be a peace that will become present as you get to know God further. Did you hear that? Yeah. There is a peace that God is looking to bring about from his presence alone. And be at peace. It is through this peace that good will come to you. He says, "Acquaint yourself with him, and be at peace. Thereby, good will come to you." So he starts with, "I get to know him, I find peace, and there, and it's when I find peace that good will come." Can I tell you what the world does? And we need to change this as Christians. We are chasing the good, and thinking I will have peace when the good comes. But what what, what the reality is? is that God wants it to be this way. You get peace, and out of that peace, the good will come. Your peace will not come from the new thing that comes in your life in this season. The new thing will come from the peace that comes into your life through the acknowledgement of him. Did you hear me? If you missed this, if you miss this, you would have shouted for nothing. Because God is looking to bring, he's looking to, I really believe, In this season, God is creating functional believers. Okay? I believe that the church, again, I'm going to speak prophetically. I believe that the church has outgrown a certain season. There were things that God allowed in seasons when we were children coming to the things of God. Where God needed in some way, or he allowed Things to bring you into the kingdom, but he is changing it, because now you are going to get a hold of peace from him, and thereby you will be a vehicle through which things come out of the kingdom. There is a peace that will come. There was a season in your life where you 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 prayed, you know, you 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 you. you, 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 you There was a satisfaction that came out of the things that you got. But God is changing that. He's saying you have grown up now. You are in a different season. You are not the same Christian. If my partnership, remember the context of this conversation, is partnering with God to create the new. Okay, if you are going to partner with God, now, if you are not in part, if you're not looking to create the new, by all means, stay in that place where you're looking for things to give you peace. God loves you so much that he will give you a car if you think it will give you peace. You didn't get me. Did you hear me? He will give you the thing. God is not averse to that. He will give you the thing, and, and, and you, that is why sometimes we as Christians, we just have temporary happiness. After the testimony of how you got the job, and we give God praise for that, but then you return to sadness. Because you thought the job was going to bring you peace. But this is a season for grown folk. This is a season where you will get to know him, and out of him, the job will come. Peace will come, and then out of that peace, your creativity will come. Can I tell you? I'm excited about this one. You can tell. Can I tell you something? In the season, God is looking to birth creativity in a different way. Listen, there is creativity all around the world, but God is going to set you apart because the things that he will create out of your life will come from a place of peace and not a place of chaos. Amen. He will bring peace. Can I tell you something? Don't make excuses for spending time with God this season. Hallelujah. Okay. Don't make excuses. You can, you know, don't make excuses for, for praying. Don't make excuses for, for seeking God's face. Don't make excuses for shutting down stuff to hear him. Don't, don't allow anybody to make you feel like you're a bit of a weird Christian. Because you spend too much time praying. The important thing is, is what you're doing in that time. Yeah. The important thing is that you're hearing from God. Yeah. Are you with me so far? It's not a religious activity. It is, it's like somebody saying, oh, you know, come on, you're not the first person to be in love. Don't be spending so much time with your wife. Yeah. You see how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. You know, this some, sometimes uh, that's the mindset we can get as believers. Uh, and we need to change that. Because if you, if, you, if you make excuses for getting refamiliarizing yourself with God, it will cost you. It will cost you creativity. Don't forget the context of what I'm saying. Partnering with God for the new. I'm not talking about going to heaven. I'm not talking about your worth as a believer. I'm talking about if we are going to be, if God is going to use your hands and my hands, there is a reason why God chose people. Many are called, few are chosen. Right. There is a difference. All of us are called in Christ. But the difference between the called and the chosen is often in their discipline to engage, to find out like, Paul, I want to know why he called me. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Say, neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Whatever you do, Whatever. familiarize neighbor. yourself with God. with God. Amen? Amen. In Daniel 11.32, Daniel is prophesying about a king who will be raised up and who will begin to do, uh, influence the culture in a terrible way, in a negative way. And he says that those who know their god. He, say, he says there, there will be those who violate the covenant. OK, you, you can, Daniel 11.32. He says those who violate the covenant, this king will get a hold of by flattery. OK? Um, I, don't, I didn't want to teach on that. But you know what I mean? Uh, but stay, let, let's stay with the next one because I'm, I'm going to go too deep. Your faces are looking at me like, like um, no, let, let's not go there. So so what, what, what it, so what he's saying is there will be some people who violate the covenant, okay, when you look away from how God has set things up and you start to look to be accepted by who is popular around you, you will fall for flattery, Okay. So he says, those who violate, those who, wi- who do wickedly against the covenant, he, th- this king, he's prophesying about, he shall corrupt with flattery. But that's not us. The next line, the next verse is us. He says, uh, the next set, uh, part of that verse is us. But the people who know their God. The people who know their God. He says, these people, come on, someone say, I will know my God. He says, the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. The things that God is looking to do, this is the season where authentic believers will win. This is the season where it will be clear, by, not by, by the hallelujah you shout, even though it's great to shout hallelujah. Falling over is no longer going to be evidence that God was here. Hallelujah. It's not evidence that God touched you. Those who know their God shall do exploits. It is the evidence of your life, the genuine article. Glory be to God. God is looking. Let me tell you, there is no, this has always been the truth. But please, please, I beg you, let's go deeper. Let's use an Old Testament word. I beseech you. To go back into your prayer closet, let us return to be people who are victorious on our knees. people who know their God. because in the last season, can I go there again, I'm thinking again, in the last season, many of us, many of you, many of part, a huge part of the church did not know their God. They knew their pastor. I'm going to talk about instruction very shortly. But you knew your pastor, and so you fell for flattery. You see why I didn't want to go there. You fell for flattery when when, when a, a, a man of God acknowledged you. But you didn't know your God. You tried to do exploits based on the king which you knew. But what God is looking to do... Now, Now I'm going to talk about instruction. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. The church struggles with balance. Because you need people. I'm going to talk about instruction because the other thing that will affect you is your ability to take instruction. So I'm not, I'm not feeding your, your desire for rebellion. Amen? Because there, there's a part of you, I told you, I don't need to come to church. No, stop that nonsense. That is not true. You need a pastor. You need people. Amen. So I'm not feeding your rebellion or feed... No, that, that's not what this is. I am trying to encourage you. I'm trying to put before you what the Lord is saying for this season. It is a, There was a season where you needed to be held by your hand. But in this season where you're partnering with God to create the new, there is a need. I need to know Him. Where I'm going, I can't go because somebody else said... They might say, but I need to know him. I need to know him. It's it's when the church knows him and not just the pastor that he will tell you to eat grass and you don't eat grass. (laughs) You've seen that video? Stupidity going on where, where somebody is releasing all kinds of nonsense in the claim that this is power. Where is this power going? Because they knew the king who flattered them. And they were divorced from their covenant. And they didn't know their God. And so somebody exploited them. When the reality is those who know their God, they would do exploits. This is a season for security in your walk with God. Because in, 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 you know, I, I, God forbid, but if, even if I show up here and I say something that contradicts the word of God, because you know your God, you will know how to treat me. And you will also know what to do with the nonsense I just said. You don't, you're not ready for real talk because the reality is that that's what happens. Even, even with the best of it, uh, my notes, by the way, I've just kind of, oh God. So let's just have a conversation. With the best of intentions, you know, people, people have the best of intentions and, and, and this is where we, 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 we need the spirit of God, the spirit of discernment, the spirit of God to work with you. But with the best of intentions, we get it wrong. With the best. How many people have ever believed with, with all your chest that God said this? Yeah. You believed that this was God yeah. until you discovered you had cheese, yeah. that God wasn't even near that. Yeah. Amen? You weren't trying to deceive yourself. Yeah. But what God is looking to do in this season is it get to know Him. That is why I've asked you don't just take these things that I'm saying because I'm the pastor and I say it, there is a level in which that is necessary um, where where you need to receive the word of God. Don't come to church defensive or or sort of um, with your walls up. That's not the way to live as a Christian. Come with your heart open, but know that in your heart you have an unction from the Holy Ghost. Okay? That's how it works. But but, but don't just take it. The, the, The power will come, not just because I said it. The power will come because you opened your heart. And you received what I said. And then you went home and you spoke to the one that you know. And then you received it. And it's then that you begin to do exploits. Because you know this word. Are you with me so far? Come on, give the Lord a hand hand if if you understand that. Because in this season, here is why this is important. Here is why going back on your knees is so important. God is going to lead you in strange ways. New is strange to normal. New is strange to the old, okay? He's going to lead you in ways and ask you, it's a strange thing to see a burning bush, okay? It is, uh, it, uh, and I believe that because Moses, God, in fact, God had to introduce himself to Moses. So you're standing in my presence. Take off your shoes so that you know that where you are is holy ground. And it's only after he introduces himself to Moses that Moses can take what God says seriously, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Imagine God directing your path through the Red Sea. It takes knowing him. To know that if he says raise my staff, then he's not silly. He knows what he's doing. If he says to forgive, He is not stupid. He knows what he's doing. Know him for yourself. I'm going to do one more and we'll pick, we'll pick, pick the other one um, up. M- number three, make instructions your friend. I'll drink water on this one. Your amens might die down here, but it's okay. When I was talking about the man of God and how you shouldn't listen to the man of God, you were all happy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm freed up. No, no. Make instructions. Say your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Make instructions. instructions. Your friend. Listen. Seek out instructions, because God will send you instructions from all kinds of places. You can't ignore instructions and choose and um, expect to participate in the creation of the new. This is a decade. I'm going to just lay it on you. This is a decade to be pastored. This is a season to be mentored. Okay, let's take it out of church context. It's the same idea. In your industry, if you are going to stand out, you need to seek out a mentor. Because instructions are important. Instructions are necessary. Get instructions from books. YouTube is not just for watching Harry, uh, news about Harry and Meghan. Some, some of you all week. It's racism. It's not racism. How much money are the. How does he affect your generation? Just. <laughs> some of you are, are, are timeline warriors. Every comment, every video about you type. Now, there's nothing wrong. It's an interesting conversation, so there's nothing wrong with getting involved. But what I'm saying is, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying to my brothers, people are taking this thing a bit more seriously than I thought. You know, it's just, it's just everywhere the heat, the tension. <gasps> They've lost their title. Let me tell you. Listen, a prince is a prince. Whether you call him HR, he's a prince. All that stuff is stuff to just give you to talk about. Do you think if he needs $10 million, he won't go to Queen Eliza? Do you think the absence of the title means less money for him? (laughs) Listen, it doesn't make him less of a prince. It makes you happy. Gives you something to talk about. I'm just saying, just know what to be involved in. YouTube is not just for getting involved in those conversations. Get on YouTube. You can read books on YouTube. You can find the laws of leadership. The whole audio is on YouTube. Get instructions. Don't waste your time watching, you know, stuff. You know, you're paying Netflix. Netflix is not paying you. Amen. It, 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 it's time It's time to get, I'm, I'm trying to say get instruction. Prioritize getting instruction over entertainment. There's nothing wrong with entertainment. Everyone say priorities. You just need to check what you fed into yourself. We feed it ourselves with more entertainment. You know more about what the Kardashians were doing than you do about the new product in your industry. I'm creating new things. You're not. You're, you're recreating. You're, th- before you know, you're buying the same shoes that the Kardashians were wearing because you were feeding yourself what they were doing more than you were feeding yourself what you're supposed to be creating. I told you, your amens will go down from here. <laughs> Make instructions, your friend. Recognize now. Now, now, go and read. Read books. Read new books. Read stuff. Read things that you're interested in. Take time off. Switch off. Your, now, Now, let, let me talk about it because we're, we're that generation. Don't read books so that you can post a picture on Instagram to say, current read. <laughs> in fact, I ban you all as members of this church. I hereby ban you from posting your book on Insta. <laughs> because that doesn't mean you've read it. Okay, so the, post, the the idea is not to, it's is, is, is just like in this season, everybody is fasting. Yeah. Now, it's good to fast. I believe in fasting. But you know, just because you put hashtag fasting on, on social media doesn't mean you've got the benefits of fasting. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is let's prioritize the real thing. Yeah. Prioritize getting understanding to posting a picture about you getting understanding. Because I think that so many times we have... Let me, let me put it in my... I've learned that many times I can think that preaching something is getting something. That's, that, that's the equivalent of, of myself. Just because I have a good revelation that I preach to you doesn't mean I am working on it. And so my challenge, which is the same thing, is I am looking, I am working on more than I am telling you. Does that make sense? We are, remember the goal is we're going to create new things. So as you read books, it's not just so you can post something. It's so you can get instruction. Read because you are desperate for instruction. If you don't know you need instruction, I'm telling you, you do. You're not as smart as you think. In fact, in this area of the new, you are dumb. We all are. In the area of the new, it is new because nobody has gone here before. Yeah. Nobody knows this. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not cursing you. I'm just telling you the truth. In the area of the new, we all need education. Yeah. Yes. Okay? So, so, so spend time. Otherwise, next year will come and you know, the word of the Lord will come to you and you act, mm-hmm. I didn't see any new thing. You didn't create any new thing. Are you with me so far? Read, get instruction. So Proverbs eight thirty three says, listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Do, don't, don't disregard instruction. Proverbs nineteen twenty says, listen to counsel. This is why I said you need to be pastor this year. Listen to counsel and accept discipline. Can I say something strong? As we're growing together, you know, as in the form that we are in now, Radiant City Church, you know, the way we were, I said this, I said this, I said this the other week. The way we were last year, it's not the way we're going to be going forward. We're growing. Okay, last year was okay. Certain things were okay. And I didn't have credit, or none of the pastors will have enough credit to caution you on certain things. Because, you know, we're a new church. You just, you don't know me. I don't know you. It's true, it's true. But, but after a while, when we've been walking together for a while, and in fact, a year or so, it's not enough time for you to do something that needs disciplining. The more we walk together, the more we opportunities will come up. I'm just telling you. you, know, you the opportunities will come for you to be challenged in your behavior. Amen. He says, he says, he says, there is wisdom in getting counsel and accepting discipline, because counsel is not always going to be nice. Counsel doesn't mean I agree with you. If our relationship will get to the next level, we are going to have to deal with disagreements. Amen. (laughs) You are nervous. No, no, no. Amen. Okay, we're growing. So, so look at this. Make instructions, your friend. Seek out counsel and, and be wise for the rest of your days. Seek counsel and be wise for the rest. Why is this scripture important? Listen carefully. If you're taking notes, if you're tweeting, if you write this down. Wisdom is the anointing to be innovative and creative. Did you get that? Wisdom is the anointing for creativity, because wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge in a new way. So wisdom is the anointing for creativity. You will create new things by wisdom. God founded the earth with wisdom, okay? The new is created by wisdom, and God dispenses that anointing of wisdom through instruction. Did you hear me? The anointing of wisdom, I don't even believe it comes through the laying on of the hands. The anointing of wisdom comes through instruction. That is why we honor our parents so that our days will be long. What are our parents? They're giving us instruction. Amen. We we, we set ourselves up in such a way that we can receive instruction um, because God dispenses the anointing of wisdom through instructions. Fresh instruction will fuel fresh creativity. That's That's why if there's anything you can be sure of, we dedicate, I I, I don't warm up, just kind of bring up a a word, just say them, Jesus loves you, God is coming soon, be good, and just tick the boxes. Everyone shout hallelujah, say amen. You didn't say anything, everyone say amen. Amen, amen, someone say amen. No, why are you saying amen? What are we saying amen to? So, So we're bringing content. Okay, fresh instruction. I'm before God and anyone who stands before you, any of any of the other leaders or pastors, whoever bring you a word, they are. We, we allow them to bring the word because I know that in their hearts they are seeking to bring wisdom, good instruction. Because God will fuel your creativity through your instruction. The instruction you receive will make a difference. Make instructions your friend. Because the effecti- effectiveness of this partnership from God will depend on your posture towards instruction. Amen? Someone once said to me, I'm going I'm to close it there. Someone once said to me when I started learning to drive, they, were, they, they, they said to me, um, Chido, your life is in your ear. Amen? Your life. I was going on the motorways for the very first time, and they said, your life is in your ears. Cars are moving at 80 miles an hour on this on this road, your survival is you listening to what I say. When I say pull, pull off the gas, pull off the gas. When I say put your foot down, put your foot down. Your life is in your ears. The things you listen to, the instructions you hear, the cycles you are stuck in, you're only stuck in because the Lord gave instructions that you didn't hear. Okay? But the goodness of God is that he always gives another day for us to hear instructions. Amen? That's the goodness of God. So if you missed it today or you miss it tomorrow, you don't need to condemn yourself or feel bad. Just know fresh mercy, fresh instruction, fresh creativity. Okay? I have to park it there. Will you come back next week? Okay? We're going we're to do, do this. Spirit of God, I ask that you breathe on every word. Come on, just lift your hands up for a moment. I'm just going to pray. I ask that you breathe on every single word spoken because I know you sense these words. And I pray that as they land in the hearts of your people, that faith will rise.